This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. 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 Good evening, Endless Ranners. Welcome to episode 65 of your Endless Ranners podcast. My name is Chris, and I am but one of your ERP hosts this evening. I'm joined by the lovely and talented Jane. Hello, hello. hello. Robbie Spotlight's in the house. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. And the one and only Mole Man, producer Manny. What up, playa? Hi, how y'all doing? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm prepping my weed, you know. Okay. Enjoying okay. life. That's good timing. Good timing. Uh, so about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so fuck, this uh, isn't an invention, is it? <laughs> oh no, it's an interrogation. Yeah, we're not really trying to change anything. We're just trying to learn more. The That's other eye where yeah, we got more questions. For yeah. sure. No, uh, so just a shout out. Our last episode was episode 64. It's one less than 65. And uh, yeah, uh-huh. And, uh huh. That was with uh, Coop and Russ from the Two Grumpy Bastards podcast. Not angry. Pod. Not right. angry. Yeah, Two Grumpy Bastards. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So that was a fun time. That was really cool listening to their stories. Hope people enjoyed that or will enjoy it when they uh, when that episode gets released. But so far, just really, it's only on our YouTube channel. Uh, they did a, another podcast, I guess, right after we recorded on Sunday, and I, that was pretty entertaining as well. Uh, so, yeah, what are we going to talk about? Rob, you want to cover some some business first? Yeah. All right, guys. So don't forget to follow us. Um, you know, join our Facebook group, Endless Ranchers Podcast. Find us, join us, join the conversation, whatever after uh, conversation we have after this. Uh, we'd like your topic suggestions and guest suggestions. If you have someone that you'd like to be on, or if you'd like to be on yourself, anything interesting, hit us up. You know, we, we'd love to talk to you. Um, and also we do a bi-weekly happy hour zoom gathering. We just had one this past Friday. We're not going to have one in a couple of days, but next week we're going to have another one. They're fun. Um, I think I had fun last weekend. And uh, oh, so yeah. Yeah, we I don't know. You can also check out our YouTube channel uh, to watch past shows and just check out uh, Endless Ranchers on YouTube and um, you'll join us live like you are right now. If, if you're listening live, join us live. Also, uh, Instagram, Endless Ranchers podcast, Instagram, Endless Ranchers on Twitter. And um, don't forget to... Uh, Follow our boy uh, Manny. How we figure on Instagram. How we figure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And Robbie Spotlight on Instagram. Didn't man? Yeah, uh, Manny. Didn't you? Ha- do you have other? Do you have a new podcast that started up that you want to talk about yet, or is it not not uh, not rolling yet? Or is it mm. about to? I mentioned the Kung Fu Show, Fistful of Fists. That's still. <laughs> up in the air tech issues but nuggle life's been the latest edition that's been rolling chugging along doing good having puffing fun al- puffing along puffing along we puffing along yep i'll give you i'll give you one behind the scenes uh peak 
and tell you that we had to re-record one episode because my co-host got way too fucking stoned (laughs) as we were recording said episode and he just was unavailable he just couldn't answer questions keep a conversation going (laughs) so i thought you were gonna say he forgot to hit the record button or something no (laughs) he just wasn't able to speak now is the irony you understand the irony right uh, do I? <laughs> do I, Jane? <laughs> oh, man. I love it. It's like a, just a sprinkle of condescension with some judgment on top with a layer of uh, insult. <laughs> it's all right. These are the themes that have been surrounding my life as I make my way through oh, I it. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't change, man. Don't I change. won't. Don't you change. Um. Yeah, speaking of uh, unable to, well, no, your Robbie was okay, but yeah, on the on last Friday night's uh, Zoom happy hours, um, Robbie showed up, and I'll just say he told everybody hello seven times, like, and each time it was like the first time he saw them. Really? Wow. You know what I mean, kids <laughs> don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, just drink. That's, yeah, right. I know, right? I know, but yeah, yeah. Come on, kids. That's the but, line. Uh, our Canadian, mm. our Canadian friends, Tiffany and Rowan. Yeah. He, Rob said, he was like, hey, Tiffany, hey, Rowan, like seven times. And every time it was like, <laughs> yeah, he just saw them for the first time. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I, an I excited mean, puppy. I caught you in action, too. I got a little picture of you. Oh, yeah. I, oh, uh, yeah. Me, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, uh, yeah. I guess you just joined the group and you'll see that picture. I it's funny, kind of. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I hope I wasn't doing something inappropriate or, or making. No, you were some... you're totally no, it entertaining. Funny. It was cool. great. very funny. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So join our. Uh... Creepy at all? Oh, good. That's literally because it's pretty easy for me to be creepy. So I try and, you know, steer away from that creepy side of me. You did that one thing where, like, you know, like when you put your dick between your legs and you, you know, like. <laughs> Oh, I did the hey. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, okay. you did the Buffalo Bill on us twice. I, I did the turtle, yeah. the swimming turtle. No, okay. No, that's my move. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Buffalo Bill, that's right. I was at a loss there. But uh, everybody, join us. Uh, next week, we'll be doing our um, Zoom happy hour. It's fun. And don't worry, there's little to no evidence of uh, the fun that we've had, except for the stories. What are the times for this uh Oh, and uh, usually, what is it? Uh, it's 6 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Yep. Central time, 7 p.m. Mountain time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Every time zone. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that all there are? Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. yeah. As far as the, as far as Americans are concerned. Yeah, all the, zones. you know, exactly. The, the uh, people from the other side of the world, and I don't know, if- we'll figure it out. For those of you listening uh, on the border of the international dateline, you're fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You can still listen, but we're not going to, you're going to have to do the time math yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So everybody's doing all right this week. We had a good time. Uh, We had a good episode last week, uh, pre mom's day. That was a lot of fun talking about moms. And then we had a good episode with Coop and Russ Sunday or well, we did the, the happy hours and then the, episode 64 with Coop and Russ. And now we're here with episode 65. And what are we going to talk about? I think we have some controversial subject matter. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I guess know. in keeping with our, you know, our ties to Adam Carolla, the 
the topic of divorce. We got some divorce announcements. Yeah. I've got from some. Them. I've got, so, yeah. You know, there's, there's a like controversy. There's, you know, two sides to it. And, you know, people, you can, it's one of those things you can kind of feel both sides. You can be like pro against. In some situations, it makes sense. In other situations, it seems completely selfish. So yeah. I think it's interesting. Well, Manny just dropped off. So he's like, I don't want to talk about it. So oh, must man. Be tough. Yeah, this is a <laughs> personal topic for him. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Adam announced that. What was that? Was that? Was it Monday morning? Uh, no, no I want to say it was Friday. Friday? Friday's Friday episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that. I thought there was uh, something about maybe it would be earlier, but maybe the AJ, the whole AJ Benza controversy and all that business. Jane is really, Jane's really connected. Let me tell you folks, she, <laughs> she knows AJ Benza personally. She knows yeah. Lynette personally. He might stay at my place this summer. We're not sure if it'll work out with the yeah. time he'll work out with our schedules, but I am, I might be going to dog sit another part of town. I would like, and I would stay there like I did last summer. For those who know me, I did the same thing last summer. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. But I'd like to find someone who can live here and at least pay part of the rent. So AJ might be your, he'll be your tenant. Yeah. Cause he's recently separated as well. So (laughs) we've got, yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know, AJ personally, you know, Lynette personally, you're Adam's mistress. I mean, uh, no, (laughs) sorry. Hey, cut that out. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I do um, not have a, a chest for Adam. That is sure. <laughs> and, and Chris, just to be clear, you are not Lynette's, uh, you know, side piece, right? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? We'll hey. work on it. No, not yet. Yeah. yeah. August, um, baby. No. Yeah, baby. no. I don't yeah, know. Lynette's beautiful. But um, I, I do like, um, yeah, he announced it last uh, Friday morning and on the um, Anna Corolla Show podcast. And then Lynette, I think, uh, mentioned it also on the Crying Out Loud episode, right? I, I don't know if what when it was released, but on the pre on the last one. Uh, uh, I didn't. I yeah. Listened, I listened to part of Jane can summarize, I think, the Lynette side of things better. I yeah, listened she, to part of her last episode, but I didn't listen to her announcement episode. Yes, yeah, she did her announcement episode Friday, last Friday on their free show. And she spent the whole hour pretty much talking about it. Um, I thought it was good to see, hear their side, her yeah. side. Um, it was very compatible with Adams. I, in my opinion, I felt like, oh, okay, they're on the same page. They they didn't tell like wild. You weren't like, oh my gosh, they <laughs> have totally different well, stories. I have no idea. I feel like feels. there's a difference there. I don't know that I would say they're on the same page. Cause I think that they both feel very differently about it. But I think, I think what you're meaning is like their stories jibe with each other. Like yes. the stories yes. are, the stories are compatible because no one's making up a right. bunch of shit right. about right. the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Lynette actually on her episode, she said that she even said, I think Adam um put it better than I did, you know, the news. The she way did, he, but yeah. I don't know if I I don't know why she said that, but but I, I think he was I don't know, I think he was a little he was careful with he was respectful what he did, what he said. Yeah, they're um, both you know. pretty much themselves. Yeah, 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 exactly. I could relate to how Adam described it, you know. Um 
I get the feeling I get my personal feeling is that Adam is very hurt because like, I don't think this is what he wanted. I think, you know, it takes two to tango. So it's not like it's I'm just saying it's one person's fault or the other. But yeah, I think he's hurt. I don't I think he's bummed out about it. You know, I think what he was saying in a very Adam way was that, um, you know, where he said, you know, it does. It's not something he wanted. And it's does, you know, I, you know, I've I've gone through a divorce and it's it does feel like a failure. You know, it does feel like uh, something really really big in life that you failed at um so he seemed kind of uh more somber about it and it seemed like lynette on at least the part i listened to she was a little bit more upbeat about things (laughs) and i think she also said something like um you know, Lynette had been reading the Adam Carolla Facebook group, the ace holes comments and saying, you know, suggesting girlfriends for Adam or something. Yeah. And her, she said something to the effect of, uh, yeah, why shouldn't he, he should be out there, you know, yeah, you know, getting, you know, going after it. It's like, man, eh, that's right on. Yeah. It's um, been long enough that she's moved on. Like this is their, a new announcement for all of us, but, yeah. uh, well, she even said, she said for those people that um, think that uh, Brian and Gina were lying about just finding out, well, they, she said that they just found out about them announcing the divorce, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah Lynette that said that was absolutely, genuine. and they weren't, yeah, that is yeah. true. And it makes sense because they were, think about it, like they were at home this whole past year. Yeah. All they do is like jump it, you know, they call in for the show and that's it. I don't think they talked to Adam about anything really remotely personal they're not around the studio until recently just you know observe the dynamic yeah or Mm -hmm. overhear conversations about whatever you know like the little things that you would pick up on so i think it makes sense that they didn't really know yeah i mean it caught i think that they're they're probably in the same group as a lot of the uh the fans the ace holes where you know despite people dropping you know like you know, trying to uh, say it was happening or stumps reading things into the Malibu house or all that, um, that it's still a surprise. I don't know. I guess for whatever reason, you know, just I, it did not catch me as, as, a, as a surprise or anything like that. So um, I don't know. I was really curious to hear how he would describe it. Um, yeah. And uh I thought there's just kind of a difference between how he described it and how she described it. But then again, I don't really listen to for crying out loud. And um, I don't think you're in their demo. No, that's the, the what Stephanie Wilder Taylor. Chris, are, are you a woke? She is very difficult to listen to for more than a couple minutes. Good golly. Good golly. Miss Molly. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say this, um, you know, uh, Lynette sometimes uh, reads the, the the comments and and stuff like that, and I'm sure pro- she probably reads them, or some of the crew may read them more um, here and there, and they'll they'll respond if something either is way off base. So she just responded a couple of days ago about it, and obviously she's you know they're all going to give their their um, you know their side of the story, and you know she basically some people were calling her a, a gold digger and etc etc were I, they saying that in the adam Crowley podcast facebook group are the ace holes group though or because she uh, was kind of bouncing back and forth between the ace holes on facebook and reddit which is a cesspool i mean 
Or maybe in uh, Reddit. I, <laughs> I do know she responded to someone that she that posted a uh, uh, Kanye West Gold Digger video mentioning her. <laughs> on what? Yeah. On the yeah. Facebook group? On the Facebook group. Yeah. And that. so uh, she basically, she said, no, I've, I, I've, I met him during this time when he was barely getting, I think, um, working on the radio or, or about to work on a sitcom, et cetera. And I mean, I don't want to rehash her, what her comments were. People can join the group if they they really want, if they're fans. If you're not a fan, don't yeah. join the group, the the, the Hayes group. But, um, uh, you know. She was, she was right, though, because, I mean, you can't be much of a fan of Adam or, you know, claim to have listened to him for a long time if you didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't rolling in it when they met. I mean, he was struggling like he, yeah, I mean, so it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of silly to call her that. That's stupid. Yeah. Um. I mean, those type of things are just so off base. I'm sure she looks at it. It's just like, whatever. People are being very hey, normal. Exactly. It, like, uh, it, she'll, she'll respond sometimes, but, you know, she said a couple of things and that's it. And she basically made her point. And uh, yeah, you know, she'll, she'll give her side. She'll make her point. And whoever does not want to listen to that, then they don't have to. But she already kind of said what she was going to say to the group. And she has no obligation to say anything, but you know, she responded. True. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, like I said, I've, I've always said this, I respect her a lot. Um, she, she gave her uh, two cents and um, yeah. If I were Lynette, obviously I know it's, she's not going to lose any sleep over it, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh man. What's up? Oh man. Thoughts. Yeah. Been quiet. Well, I was quiet because I was having so many tech issues, but it was bummer to hear. Um, But I'm happy that, you know, both sides are handling it because I'm sure they already went through the thick and the rough of it. So it's not like we have to see or hear any rumblings of any ugly fighting, you know, or snarky (laughs) or or snarky comments being thrown Mm -hmm. left and right. You know, it's like I don't think they have that. I don't think yeah. yeah 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 that's why it's like you know it's already an uncomfortable enough of us of a life change the fact that it's being handled this way it's just like okay well you know it's an example that people can move through this difficult time and you know be adult about it so yeah it um i gotta yeah. say it bummed me out i think i kind of avoided that the first the posts a little bit i just kind of avoided it mm-hmm. um oh uh, that, yeah, that yeah was it's other. like the strip clubs aren't even open in california so it's it's unfair. <laughs> yeah, bad timing. What what I will say this is uh, some a couple of comments were you know Adam talks about family education family. Uh, obviously, I think everybody can say uh, divorce is not ideal, but people can some people can make it work and can kind of be mature about it. Obviously, kind of co-parenting thing is not the ideal thing, but okay, Adam. Yeah, he travels a lot, but he'll be around. He'll be around if he needs to be. It's not like he's going to be one of those uh, dads that lives in Florida or in Alaska that never shows up or never sends a card. He'll be there. Um, and then they have a, a support system. Obviously, mom is around. And then obviously, thank God for uh, Olga. Yeah, not everybody has an Olga, but Olga's going to be around. So you know. yeah, not, not that- everybody can. Oh, go ahead, Gene. Oh, to that point, like the idea of like, oh, we talked about family and education. It's not. It's not like it's just about parents staying together and going to school. Like it's broader than that. It's about like focusing on it. And it both boiled down to 
what I see is preparing children to interact with the rest of society and be productive and be able to get along with people. And, you know, that's what kind of the purpose of family and education are. So like, just because Adam takes Sunny out of school at the beginning of the year for whatever it is, to go to Monterey. Yeah, and the Rolex like, is oh, what's up? I mean, that's such a huge educational experience. I mean, and hey, it's pro-family, right? It's it's quality time with your kid. So it's more educational <laughs> than and family bonding than going to school for Christ's sake or going to the fourth grade or something like that. The people right? that it really if anything, yeah. school gets in the way of you and your parents. Yeah. Yeah. You you're better off taking your kid fishing for a day <laughs> at that age. Yeah. Than having to go to school and, and it learn. annoys me when people don't see that new don't get that nuance that he's and it, well, he, to be fair, he should be. I think you should be explaining it differently. He's explaining like, what differently? Oh, to us, to the listeners. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah. I have thoughts on this because the people that throw the family and education thing in Adam's face, like not even about the divorce thing, but just on the regular basis are uh, fucking stupid for, you know, for lack of a better term, uh, because Adam never talks about family and education to build a utopian society where everybody's just happy and, you know, whistling Dixie. Uh, he talks about, he talked about that, that originally came up in the context of how do, um, urban communities, you know, crime ridden, poor communities that can't quite break the cycle of poverty and crime and shitty schools. Um, that's the, that's the context that began the whole family education talk. Like, how do you fix poverty and crime and this vicious cycle in urban areas, many urban areas, or even in rural areas, whatever. So, I mean, it's just, you know, he never talked about it, like how that's how you fix Gavin Newsom, you know, by his parents <laughs> staying together. I mean, it's, 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 remedial. it's, just, it's really a stupid thing uh, to throw that at him because that's not the context that he talked about it in the first place. So. Yeah. Right. If you're that far, you know, when you're in urban crime ridden area and that's all broken families and no one going to school, then it's sort of like, okay, let's give you the most remedial advice possible. It's like just parents stay together or at least dad stick around. I mean, it could be and just family and family in the terms of like family planning, like don't start yeah. your family or have a kid and then have one and then stop and then wait five years and right. plan it out. So, I mean, it's not just like, but in first world, what do you call it? first world problems? You know, this it's a little different. Yeah. And not making excuses for it. Cause it's really tough. And it does, uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel very, I feel kind of guilty about it sometimes because it does uh, make things a little bit more difficult for your children. I mean, if you're wealthy and you know, that's one thing it's not, you know, they'll still have a lot of luxury and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know. It kind of, um, you know, I, you know, having, having plenty of money definitely makes it easier, but for, you yeah. know, middle, regular middle-class families, it does make it, uh, make it more difficult. So it's a really, it's a tougher choice for folks, um, that, you know, aren't wealthy that, uh, it's like, do you continue to st stick together and just kind of display unhappiness when, you know, one or both of the spouses are just, you know, mm -hmm in bad moods all the time, or do you split up and it's going to be more of a challenge, but, um, 
you know, maybe the kids get to see mom and dad, you know, kind of living a happier life or something. So it's kind of both. right. So to that end, Chris and Manny, as products of divorce, I'm curious what you think of your own parents' divorce and whether it was for the best or do you feel like they should have stuck it out? <laughs> you Chris, can, you, you go first. Go oh, I was going to say Manny go first because he was kind of squirming. <laughs> oh, yeah, Manny's going to drink another uh, 40. Yeah, mm. let him let him have it's, everything. It's a regular. Oh, a, a loco. What is it? Loco? It's just a pint. It's just a loco. No okay. pie, no for loco. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Because you were young, divorced, so I guess because you I didn't really know them together, correct? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I don't remember my parents ever being together, and I wonder if I should, and I just kind of like blocked it out, or like my first memory. Like if I think back to my very first memory. I think it may have been like when we were leaving or something like that. Like that's, that's like my first memory of, um, you know, like when you go back and you remember like your first memories as a kid, whether you're three or four or whatever it is, I don't, I don't know what the normal age is for like someone that's in their forties to like, remember back to when they were a kid, you know what I mean? Like your first bike, your first pony or whatever. Like, I don't know, yeah. but. I think my, I feel like my first memory, it was like of a stressful situation, like something, uh, my parents, yeah, they got divorced really before I were, knew what was going on. My sister was five years or is five years older than me. So she, I think had a much different experience. Like she was aware of a lot more. So she had a, yeah, I'd just say she had a completely different experience than I did. I think I was kind of oblivious on a surface level, but not maybe not on a deeper level. Um, Cause I do remember being very stressed out when I was a kid a lot. I remember, I don't think I told you, I remember being kind of, I don't know. I remember feeling kind of hurt all the time. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm so mean to people now. I don't know. But um, I think you're mean. Okay. Huh? That's another whole, that well, might be another whole episode. That, that's another actually. Yeah. That's, that's a quick, quickly. That's another episode. Cause I don't know if Chris might think he's, he's mean or sounds mean but i really don't see chris as a mean guy but maybe in his okay you know that's good yeah yeah All right, I'll maybe the way up, things Robbie. come no maybe the, the way I'll, things i'll try come. harder <laughs> yeah. <You mother. laughs> yeah, yeah maybe in your mind you're a little mean but yeah go well, ahead i chris. feel very cold-hearted i think a lot of yeah, times yeah. so well that could be i think i can see yeah. more of that um yeah so i remember being it was just like a very stressful like anxiety time and i really i don't know i don't, I don't know um i don't know i think sometimes it's like you you want to work on those things or explore them but then at some point it's like you know you gotta just fucking just fuck it you know just wait you see you mean on the parents side or you said no like own... for my own experience got it like yeah yeah, I gave I gave up on my kids a long time ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you kind of ended up in the same position. It's interesting how you kind of replicated. Yeah, it is really interesting, parents. and I uh, that's uh, you know that's something like you can't know. Like, so Lynette and Adam are fine and all that, but they don't really know yet how that will affect their kids' relationships in the future. And that's, that's not really any of my business, but it's something that like maybe causes some kind of more of a long-term thing. Right? And there's my some, theory, pick, you know. my hypothesis is that it, what's going to affect them is the dynamic of 
their marriage of how their marriage was rather than the divorce. So you're saying like that I kind of went through so independent, same. like they were kind of, you know, Lynette talked about, they weren't super coupley. They weren't, you know, the typical, like going on vacations together all the time, like other couples True. they were friends with. True. Yeah. So they might gravitate to more independent relationships, which can maybe more likely to end in divorce, but it all comes down to, I think, how well you know yourself, right? So they may be that way. They may not realize, or they may, you know, I guess, I think for me, I I was, and maybe, I think maybe I can relate to Adam a little bit with this because like, because my parents were divorced, like it wasn't in the cards for me. Um, Like it wasn't a possibility. Like when I got married, that was never going to happen. Right. It just wasn't going to happen at all. Like, you know, so then it did. And, um, you know, and I'll say like, I wanted it. I, I was really the instigator because I just, I was just so unhappy and just, I felt like I was just, um, I was angry all the time, uh, pissed all the time. Felt like, I think if I summed it up, it was like, uh, what was important for her was really, really important for both of us. And what was important to me was not so important to both of us. Just, it was just important to me. So, and then like, kind of like, there's a sense of, uh, there's a weird, you know, weird dynamic because maybe um, for me, it was like uh, everything I enjoyed was like, you know, felt like she was like, oh, I got to put an end to that, you know, because I think like when I would enjoy something independently, that was a threat to her. And I'm not, I shouldn't speak for her or anything like that, but it was kind of a, it's a weird dynamic. And then my ex-wife, she was also, uh, her parents were also divorced. And that was, and it was like real, it was real messy. And my parents were, I didn't say finish that, but yeah, my parents like really hated each other too. Like I remember seeing a lot of fights and arguments uh, when I was a kid. Those are like some of my first memories of um, uh, as a kid too. And I think that made me when, you know, in my marriage, I think that made me kind of hold a lot of stuff in because I didn't want, I didn't want our son or I didn't want to have I didn't want to fight like they fought so maybe it would have been better if I would have just fought let it or all out not. or maybe not because I'd fight I'd fight mean I mean I fight dirty <laughs> you pull here Chris yeah I mean you know <laughs> no I uh <laughs> I think you know like nails, Adam Adam always like said like, when Adam would say yeah when Adam would say like I don't get into arguments I'm not gonna win when I know I'm not right you know yeah. what I mean like, so I, I don't know, but, uh, uh, what are we talking about? Divorce. Oh, oh yeah. Product yeah. of divorce. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's time will tell. Um, I definitely am def- a lot different than my, I think we co-parent or whatever you want to call it different than either of our parents did. Like we don't have bust ups in front of the kids ever. Like that's, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I try to hold in. I, I really, I do hold in, you know, my, uh, you know, negative feelings about their mom. So um, just kind of hold it in. Um, so we never do that. So, but, you know, kids get a sense of like, you know, these two people don't like each other. So I don't know. I think time will tell. I definitely am a lot different than my dad was. My dad was really a hard ass. So I always, uh, um, very loving, you know, I'm pretty hard on my son, 
but also, you know, very loving and tender. So sweet. Yeah, it's gross. (laughs) All right, Manny, what's up? Uh, Where do you want me to begin? Go back early, man, because I know like we had you, you were on our on Endless Ranners like early, early on. Right. And we and we kind of talked about your history and like kind of you growing up a little bit, but more in the context of your relationship with uh, listening to Adam, you know, right? Because that's what we were doing. But yeah, kind of go beyond that, go back further. Uh, so you were born when you were, you know, uh, I was born. My eyes were compromised, and I've been wearing glasses since five months old. No, um, yeah, my parents had. There was never up until they actually had their whole falling out, and we moved. Uh, my parents were pretty good about never fighting or arguing in front of me, and then there were rumblings leading up to everything like my dad's always had a problem with booze which affected me negatively like it it took me a long time somewhere in my mid to late 20s to finally be okay with drinking but i also don't drink to reckless abandon like most people uh maybe two or three (laughs) look jane jane can hear you all right (laughs) I don't mean anyone here. I just mean, oh, you know, the consensus, oh, you know, I was, is just, that like... <laughs> I, was kidding. I was just kidding. No, if anything, the way you people drink fucking scares me sometimes, man. It's like, I feel like an amateur. Um, So there was, yeah, the drinking problems and then also uh, the infidelity. It's just like my, my mom tried really hard to deal with my pops because he he grew up in the old country. He went through a lot of shit that he still hasn't even shared with me. There's a lot about my dad. I don't know. He's but, from Mexico originally. Yes, correct. And he's one of four kids. Um, his two older siblings came from a different dad. He and my crazy aunt came from a different dad. So the two older siblings would gang up on them. My aunt would also gang up on my dad. So it was just a fucking mad free for all to the point where he just he never opened up about a lot of any a lot about anything. Um, He would bury his emotions in booze or just general shenanigans of he basically just like, you know, get involved into some other shit instead of, you know, but I don't know the way that he grew up. It's just like it affected the. marriage so bad that it's just like my mom was just like look i tried everything i can i can't raise i can't raise my kid around you yeah and they had a huge fight which really shocked me because again never seeing any fights never being around any weird shit like that it just threw me for a loop i was like yo what's going on the next thing i know we're leaving and then after that came like uh, all the other shit that comes with a divorce you know how old how old were you at this time uh Did you say that it all fell apart around eight nine years old mm. so and then the years after as you know 10 11 12 13 i mean up until i shut down from like about age nine till about age 14 There was like a bunch of shit that I didn't want to deal with because like it all just seemed so surreal to me. It's like, yo, I had a family. I'm still part of a family, but something's not right at home. Like 
I don't understand. And my brain being the weird brain that it is, it's just like I had so many questions and so many of them weren't being answered or it was just like way above my pay grade that it was uh, hard for me to wrap my head around. So I just checked out. Mm -hmm. And that's where, yeah, that's where Mole Man came from. Cause like my physically, I was ego. Yeah. Physically, I was on autopilot. Mentally, I was in a whole different world. And that's the reason too why I avoid fights at all fucking costs as an adult it's like if i'm in the wrong i'll gladly just throw myself on the sword and be like i fucked up this is where i fucked this is how i fucked up if you need i'm yourself fine but like i just hate being around anger i hate being around just uncomfortable shit that can be solved without yelling and you know just altered uh just uh general aggression you know yeah yeah Yeah, confrontation yeah there you go confrontation uh, yeah i get that why do you think your mom chose him that's Uh, another angle i'm always curious about he's uh, my dad's a charismatic dude when he's not you know in his in when he's not feeling sorry for himself which he did a lot of and that's the other thing too that I totally agree with Ace on is just like, don't be a fucking bummer around your kids because they, they will mm-hmm. notice real quick. And like the sooner they notice is be like, here we go again. All right. So again, whenever I'd see my dad in a funk, it's just like, oh, it's one of those days. And again, yeah. go f- fuck off. Or there were times where like I would take advantage of it and be like. Oh, no, he Uh-oh. was totally freeze. Like he said, he just checked out. I wanted to ask where like what like what he checked out mentally, what he got into, you know, like read, you know, like just staring at a wall or like reading or some kind of, some kind of entertainment, like anime or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, so, I guess it would be what coping. Um, uh, Why don't you play the part of like Manny Pokemon. Robbie? <laughs> hey dude. That was the right age. I think that was like the right years. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say I get the whole, like, yeah. Like, I remember seeing my parents like yelling at each other, like, we'd be getting picked up or dropped off sitting in the car and they'd be like screaming at each other in the patio or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, and yeah, kind of maybe, maybe that's part of like the avoiding mm-hmm. confrontation in, uh, in my marriage or something like that. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I've always felt like I let it be known when I was fucking, when I was, you know, unhappy about things. This is what uh, my question that was going to be for Manny. Cause what um, kind of, uh, I don't know, hit me a little bit was when he said that, it all came um, as a surprise, right? Like the whole divorce, his mom said, all right, we, we're leaving or I'm leaving or whatever, you know. Um, w- is it healthier for the kids to know there are some issues, pe- they're not getting along because at least they won't be surprised. Looks like Manny is uh, coming back online. But I, I would like at least to know, yeah, coping mechanism as our, our friend Quana. What's up, Quana? We love you. Yeah. As- yeah, coping me- mechanism, uh, uh, Manny. So, what were your coping mechanisms? We know <laughs> you like a few things. Uh, I look, me. I didn't. Thankfully, um, I didn't. I didn't have to. I didn't go through that growing up. But uh, you know, th- people have issues and stuff like that. We're, we're referring to your age when you said you yeah. checked out. Yeah. Like so eight, you said eight to fourteen. Like, what did you get? Did you get into? You know, is that when you got into anime? You're doing like, oh, Pokemon. yeah. What did you get into? <laughs> when you Boy. checked out, when you checked out mentally, you said like, what, oh. what did you get into? Yeah. 
Well, I was always a I was always a fan of video games, but my parents, mm. but my parents wouldn't let me like spend hours in front of the TV. If only, if anything, I pr- I probably played a few hours only during the weekend because weekdays was like strictly school. Um, but I mean, I was always yeah, I was always in my own world. Like if I was because I mean, yeah, I love a lot of like video games and TV shit, but a lot of times I was just burning energy either skateboarding or on my yeah. bike or playing oh, okay uh, gotcha. basketball. But also after the uh, after everything started falling apart, we moved to my aunt's house and there was a a, a local park and they had a community center. Uh, this was also during a time where bullying was just like ramping up in my school. Mm. So my mom thought it would be a good idea to throw me in uh, jujitsu. So for a couple of years, I, that kind of was all, all that I did. Nice. And um, yeah, that also uh, they had a summer school program. That's uh, around the same time when I actually did get introduced into anime but i didn't have like a a full access to to it like i did now well if i can real quick seeing manny and i've known manny for a few few years i mean i don't know him like uh you know i'm pretty sure i don't know all his deepest darkest secrets right but (laughs) but, you're maybe i know i I think i know a few yeah yeah i think i know a few but uh you know he can probably share those when whenever he's ready but um, I see Manny as maybe because of some of the things he went through, maybe with his family. He seemed to me, seeing him, knowing him, seems like a peaceful guy. Um, he likes what he likes, but he doesn't. He's kind of like me. I, I try not to have any confrontations. For me, it's for different reasons. But for Manny, um, yeah, I, I, I see him as a guy that doesn't like to fight. He likes to have a, a, a nice time, fun time. He likes to hang out with his friends and uh Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, why fight, right? So I see, I see Manny as a real cool dude, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you went, you saw some of that stuff when you were younger, and you don't want to be dealing. With why, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then to kind of wrap it all up, um, taking it back to what I said about not being a bummer around your kids, like. I fucking hated Mondays after it all fell apart because like Mondays would be like school, therapy and religious studies. I I didn't want any of that shit. (laughs) So like during the days when I'd go spend time at my dad's house, he'd act like fucking Homer, bro. There's like certain episodes where um, Marge goes to therapy and Homer's like, did you guys talk about me? He was and i was like well yeah dude you're kind of the reason why everything went to shit so i mean what else are we going to discuss even though me at the time i didn't want to discuss the shit unless it involved my family getting back together i didn't want to hear it i didn't want to talk about it so it was just like over it yeah you know it's interesting i have a friend who got divorced a few years ago and Mm -hmm. You know, she went to therapy and she went in thinking she would talk just about him, you know, her ex and like figuring, you know, detangling herself, like what psychologically from that. But it ended up she just talked about her mom. (laughs) It was it was like her mom was the source of all her issues. Mm. I bet that's really not uncommon either. Yeah, dude. And then for like 10 years. I mean, yeah, she's with this guy for like 10 years. So. Wow. And then it was just all her therapy ended up being like, cause she never dealt with like her crazy mother. Mm-hmm. So. Did she get any semblance of peace after all this therapy talking it out and all that? 
don't know. I don't know. If I, I talked to her. I haven't talked to her very often in the last few years. So am I coming? Let me know if I'm not coming in because I'm getting that warning on my internet. So, um, but she, she she lives far. She lives a plane ride, like a couple hour plane ride away. But she still feels like attached. And her mother is like one of those women who just not. She just she never works. Just did the kids. She's like a busy body and she's nosy and she gossips and she's like always, you know, she she had no job. She's never really worked. Um, and so, so my friend is out, but her brother, her younger brother is now in his mid thirties is still living at home. He's never had, he went to college, but he came back. He's never had a real job because she can't let go of him. It's, It's abusive. It's like the toxic femininity. Like you talk about toxic masculinity, which is like, right obvious and brazen yeah and because it's aggression but this is like toxic femininity and it's like she it, it's it's she She's can't the, this is the mom like cutting the sun off at the knees whenever yeah yeah like kind of creating us probably you know kind of giving him a hard time for not getting out there but at the same time like destroying any kind of competence he has to get exactly. out there yeah. and it's so it's so painful to watch because i've known them since we were kids Damn. and that's I'm like, I, like, he's like a little brother to me. And I just, it, it's, it's really sad to watch. And um, she's like done very well with a career. Like she's that part she's got, I mean, there's been some drama with it, but for the most part, at least she has like that to focus on, but she'll still like, she'll reach out to me. She's like, my mom did this. She said this crazy. She wants me to like do this crazy. I don't even know what it was, but I'm like, dude, you need to, your mom is crazy. Just accept that. Like, I don't even know, like a normal person would just not pay attention to someone like that. They would just let it. Oh, that's a crazy person. <laughs> Dude. Like I know it's I, your parent. Yeah. Like I, I know I went through my bullshit and uh, it took a while for me to understand. Well, most of my dad, mom was a bit more easier to read, but like, I, yeah, I went through my shit and whatnot, but like, I, I feel for other people when I hear their horror stories of their parents or just like yeah. their circumstances is like, and they're still like being uh burdened by them. And it's just like, count your- I know it's like, you have to learn how to set boundaries. And so, and her dad is, they're still married. Like they stay together. I don't know. They have the weirdest oh, really? relationship. Yeah. They have a super weird relationship. I don't know what it is. And I, I, I'm a little, <laughs> I have some resentment to my mom for being like these were the family friends she chose for us <laughs> in the long term. Like, like, man, could you some, some more functional friends to hang out with? <laughs> so I told the my friend she was I was like, you need to learn to set boundaries. Like, how often do you talk to your how often do you talk to your parents? She's like two or three times a week. And I'm like, that is too much. You need to, she doesn't want to, she feels obligated. It's like a habit, it's like a reaction. When the phone rings, but I, I'm like, you need to go figure out how to draw those boundaries. Anyway, I don't know why I went on that tangent about her. <laughs> uh, divorce and therapy. Figured, figured so should in her therapy, did she realize it was her fault? <laughs> did she realize it was her fault? I her mean, crazy I just, mom's fault? Oh, it was, what was her. the dude or what? So I think she, got, she knows, but not to the extent that she needs. I don't know if she's fully realized it, but to be, I mean, I haven't talked to her. And I'm I'm kind of joking, but oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's right. a lot of drama. It, like I get like a little anxiety when I think about her. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I can't like be a friend. I I feel like I have to be a therapist for because that's what she needs. 
more than oh a, Jesus, <laughs> more than just like someone to be like, it's okay. I know. Yeah. Yeah. She's crazy. You're right. It's like, yes, she's crazy, <laughs> but you need to move on. <laughs> our, uh, our, what our does she look has- like? And does she live near Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> and is she toxic? Because, uh, Hey, some girl, our friend. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a really so- cool person. She's really, really cool, but she's a lot. What's up all my toxic ladies. Well, what she's there. done with the therapy, Robbie. Yeah, oh, swoop yeah. right on in there. Low, low self-esteem. I'm all. I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Cat Herring says uh, she actually says, uh, you know, cut out all the uh, toxic people out. Which um, I've I've had toxic people partners around me before. Jane sort of okay. Real quick, Jane and I we were headed to uh, Sacramento a couple years ago. And oh then, yes. <laughs> like, where's this going? Okay, go on. I know, right? And then this one, she had a quite a few kids. Um, I've I've uh you know, my my wishes for my parent my well, my parents' wishes for me were always uh, you know, they were I was raised very conservative, my parents very conservative. They always wanted um and I always tell them, mom, dad, you always wanted like a virgin, untouched woman, no kids for me. And I'm I just turned 40 a couple of weeks ago. So, and I'm still not married. So those don't I, exist at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't, so I told him, mom, dad, it's not going to happen. And, and I used to kind of, you know, how people, you know, some people, I'm not really a big believer in that, but they're, you know, manifest manifest you know, the more you say, the more you're going to, you know, attract whatever, I, I guess. They said I mean, that I, they wanted you to get a virgin. Well, no, but I, I kind of exaggerate. They, they always would say, you know, Hey, we don't want it. We, we don't want to, we don't want you raising kids that are not yours. And we don't, we want our own grandkids. Okay, great. Uh, but wait, I have a question. Yeah. So will they disown you or frown you endless frown on you endlessly if you brought home adopted children? No, no. In fact, um, I, it's, it's something that I've prepared them like going out with someone, you know, currently okay. I've seen someone that has kids. So, and I've told them, look, mom, dad, this is a, uh, I'm, I'm this old. And if this woman cares about me, then it's, it's going to happen. And, um, you know, you know, maybe we'll have kids. Maybe we won't. We'll see. I think parents um, first, their first goal is like all like the fairy tale, but you know, once the fairy tale is out of the question, I think they adjust pretty damn quick there. Exactly. Unfortunately, um, I, I was seeing someone that they were not approving of. And in my first, uh, I, I should have not have listened. We, I had a friend that was trying to kind of connect me with this woman. She had quite a few kids, a few baby daddies. How and, many? Uh, how many baby daddies? Really? You want uh, both, I, both? Both. I believe. Uh, okay, there were eight kids, but but one of them died. Uh, <laughs> one of them got killed. One of them got shot and mm-hmm. killed. God yeah. damn, Rob! <laughs> oh shit! In Guatemala. Oh damn. shit! Yeah! 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 Uh, so she, and literally she was maybe, she was about maybe four years older than me, uh, you know, this woman. And, uh, so she had, uh, uh, you know, f- seven surviving kids. Um, but my parents Ooh. obviously did not approve of her. She was a to- toxic person, not a good person at all. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, okay. When I said that, you know, the parents <laughs> will <adjust> meter? <laughs> after the fairy, t- after they realized there's not gonna be a fairy tale, yeah. uh, yeah, virgin wedding, virgin, you know, virgin night, uh, wedding night, um, then they could adjust. But, you know, the seven yeah. kids 
multiple yeah. daddies, you know, like gang history of gang violence. Yeah, that's a little, that's a bridge too far. I think I was not even kidding. You never, she, I think she was probably was involved in some unsavory stuff back in uh, Guatemala. The MS 13. And not probably not MS 13. I know. Yeah. That's El Salvador, man. Different central. Man. I know she's, she was not a bad hombre. That's the capital of Guatemala. <laughs> she was not a bad hombre. If you know what I mean? Uh, She's bad yeah. with hair. <laughs> she's, not, she's not a dude. Hey, by, by the way, our boy Emmy's uh, listening right now. He goes, oh, snap, Rob. What up, Emmy? <laughs> What's up, Emmy? <laughs> Fucking Fellow Guatemalan over in there. the house. Yeah. Hi, Emmy. What's up? <laughs> um, okay, so, Rob. So, so yeah, so they, we're on our way to Sacramento to see uh, Adam Crowley, actually, that weekend. And I get a phone call, um, and it was, it was this woman. And then in Spanish, she goes... Hey, she said, uh, is, uh, are you alone? I said, no, I'm, I'm with a friend where, you know, we're driving. She goes, does she understand Spanish? And then I'm like, uh, no, no, no. Sabe and I heard this and I know enough <laughs> that I knew that that's exactly what the interaction was. After we hung up, Jane was like, uh, I understood some of what you were saying. And, uh, <laughs> but she, she, okay. She called me. I think, I don't know what it, you know how some women might, we might, you might break up with them. And once they see you that you're out there free, happy, then they'll try and connect with you or, you know, well, no, wait, she wanted money or you, no, she owed you money. She, she owed you money. She owes me money. And that was the only reason why you were still in touch with her. That's the, the only reason I'm in uh hi guy. That's the only reason I'm in touch with her. Or if she was in touch with me is because she owes me money. She owes me a few thousand dollars, um, and um, which I have no hopes in retrieving. You know, getting back. But um, I, I don't know. I've it, it, hers was me since I, you know, I was I was raised. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian man and everything. You know, people need or deserve a second chance. People redemption and everything. But you know what? Some people are not gonna. Um, they're not gonna seek that redemption they're not they're going to stay they don't want to help ways. themselves they you don't want to help themselves help, they have no idea that they need help yeah exactly some it. some men and women um you know how they always say that women always find men that they're they they want to fix and yeah i think that happens a lot but some men and i think i'm one of i might be one of those guys i'll find someone that that's i feel like oh you know what she could you know, why doesn't she deserves love too? <laughs> and I'm like this idiot that thinks right. that she's going to, you know, so that's kind of what happened with her. Um, until finally, I you're think probably she, like, Rob was like, uh, seven, seven kids. Once eight. Oh. Yeah. One chick is down to bang. Oh, <laughs> she was, she was <laughs> down to bang. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm glad I did not give her a, a, an eighth or ninth kid. Oh man, that would have been trouble. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I yeah. gotta I tell you what, it would have been awesome. Just, I just imagine this situation where you would have taken this girl to an Adam Carolla show. Yeah. You'd have been in the front row and Adam would have started getting into your business. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you married? No. Oh, Kids. man. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> really like talk. I try not to talk about her. Yeah. When you're explaining, it's embarrassing. Like, seven kids and there yeah. was eight, but now there's seven. And well, yeah, Adam, that would I just hope be a you... field day for Adam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you didn't get the red flag raised in your own head, but yeah. sometimes we're too dumb to realize. Oh, I was, I was dumb. I was I, like, I'll admit it. I was an idiot. Like even kind of from the beginning, I knew it was something that I, sh I should not have been getting into. Uh, 
but um, you know, it's I was an idiot. I just now I'm like whatever. I can retrieve whatever money that she owes me. But she was toxic, like anger issues. Like um, you know, she had the kids. I I got along with the the ones that I knew. Um, was there anything many, redeeming about her? Redeeming. Like um, I've only heard. I mean, would shoot. Obviously, she was probably super hot, or at least you know. That's yeah, what she I was gonna say on par yeah. with your with your Insta. Yeah, home. that and she was, <laughs> she's you know those very Bits super old in some way. I know, right? Very like flirtatious type as well, and you know, you know, one of those kind of flatter com- you. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you know, one of those uh, <laughs> some of those seductive types, you know. Uh, but redeeming, to be honest with you. Uh, no, I mean, just, you know, the batting of the eyelashes and stuff like that. Not a lot of re- redeeming, to be honest with you. Physical appearance, sure, sure. But um, no. There are plenty of pretty girls out there to choose from. Yeah, oh, oh plenty, plenty. So um, until she kind of, in a way, disrespected my mom, that's when I was like, you know what? I, I had already cut ties with her, but she wanted to come back. But after that, literally, um, I was like, I'm, I'm done with you. Like, I'm, I'm done. So wh- whoever the next guy is, I feel sorry for that dude. But um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done with you. I don't care how much, uh, you know, I, I don't care. There's some toxic. Uh, I know there's some toxic guys out there, but uh, this this woman was toxic AF, man. When's the last time you talked to her or text oh, her? Any any kind of uh, any kind of a. Uh... Any kind um shoot, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, but you know what? She does not live too far from me. And I saw her maybe three weeks ago walking down the street. Well, she saw me. Um, and and I don't know if she noticed that I saw her. And then maybe this the the maybe a month and a half ago again, I saw her pretty close on the same street. I saw her okay. um, you started yeah. with a year and a half ago, and then you said a oh. couple months ago you, well, well, you, you I made physically eye contact. Saw her. Yeah, like and there was no like hello or anything no, like that because that no, would count no. as communication oh I guess, I guess so but no no actual verbal not even a, a okay. wave or anything like like i'm i'm done i don't want to it's one of those you know you know uh, al pacino scarface well, no was it no was that uh you know uh, godfather once i think i'm out there pull me back in i don't want to get pulled back in nah i'm good that's good yeah. and then she seemed like she you know she probably has moved on to another um, baby daddy uh, but probably, probably she's probably grifting some guy out there or something. Yeah, probably she's aged term. out of being fertile. Oh, oh shoot! You know, I, I hope so Let's because hope so yeah. She even told me when when we first kind of started getting to know each other, she said, "You know what?" She said, "I, I think that God uh, blessed me with a good fertility right now. If I were to uh, try and uh, if if this I were to not bless." Yeah. Uh, no, no. No. <laughs> uh, you know it's funny a lot of people use the word blessing uh like too loosely nah that's not nah nah yeah i'm good lady hmm. but but yeah I, I avoided that toxic uh going back to cat herring's uh comment you, you gotta you know if, if you can cut those people off unfortunately some of us don't cut them off um fast enough um you know but uh yeah you gotta you gotta cu- cut them off as soon as you can for sure for yeah. Sure. And then, yeah, I think someone said, uh, I don't know if it was a, uh, you know, family of three said that, uh, you know, I guess the, the savior um, complex or something like that. I feel like some women do have that. Maybe some guys feel, you know, oh, some guy wronged her. Maybe I'm not going to wrong her. But unfortunately, it's one of those things where even Dr. Drew said it, me and the, maybe my ne- next relationship, I might 
you know, hurt people, hurt people. So if I if I got hurt, then I might hurt the next one after that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Although I've heard, you know, the abuse, you know, the, the chain of abuse. So most people that abuse were abused, but most people that were abused don't abuse. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. What, what what now? Hold on. What? (laughs) The victims of of said abusers don't, uh, don't pass on the, uh, yeah but anyone become how does it become a cycle doesn't that mean anyone well some do yeah but not most yeah okay we see most abusers were abused like that's just how you learn it but most people that were abused don't grow up to continue that oh okay yes yeah so okay i see what you mean yeah yeah but the ones that do were abused or something yeah 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 Yeah, that's kind of scary to think about if you think about that it's like that's kind of like um caused by being abused because then it must go back fucking generations you know like you think about generations of trauma you know that uh, although sometimes it's out there in the world it's just like a family friend like one bad apple that swooped in along the way like but you would but then you're thinking that person was but, also oh, like that's true abused before that and yeah, well yeah that people yeah. that are abused most of them don't abuse but the ones that it's never not been around something like that yeah like just kind of scary to think about because yeah it's like not something where like everybody's perfect and then all of a sudden one kid is born in a family and that kid grows up to be an abuser even though they were treated perfectly well, um, I mean, which I guess I'm sure happens, but yeah, like part, why though is my question. Down. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Probably snaggletooth porn, <laughs> which some people are into. Look, I mean, I've I've watched my fair share of snaggletooth porn, and that has never <laughs> inspired me to go out and commit any sort of violence against anyone else. So I don't know. Yeah, I was just joking. <laughs> I'm sure it's all right. Danny, I mean, Emmy just said she had that he had Paola's wife convinced that you are on the throne right now. He's <laughs> got the IBS tonight, man. Back off, back off. Come on. Hey, yeah, you don't know what he ate for dinner. <laughs> I just ran out like literally five minutes ago and you know, I said BRB and that was so quick. Anyway, to yeah, TMI. Was, didn't need to share that. No, all. all right. Yeah. All right. You just say uh, you're gonna man, get a drink. That's what I would have said. And then yeah, that's what like drinks. That's what it is. Dropping a deuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, all right. Well, what a, but, what an up, yeah. uplifting discussion. Yeah. Well, look, <laughs> cut cut ties with toxic people if you can. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Here, here, I'll drink takes, to that. Right? Yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it takes uh, courage. Like yeah. as brewing uh, backhand, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but seriously, who are you? <laughs> I think right. it's. Should I think it might be. It could be Rich. Has Rich ever? Could be we Rich haven't. Skeldon. We haven't yeah. confirmed UCLA that. UCLA guy yeah. or something like that. Could I don't be, know. He could be. I know. No, I think he's more likely to be Monkey's uncle. Oh, that's right. That's right. That we thought that was Rich. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you know who could, could find out? Cat. Hmm? Cat could find out. <laughs> She's like a professional Facebook stalker, or something That's like that. That's right. Oh yeah. Cat, yeah. you have your first assignment. Yeah. Run <laughs> my money. But yeah. Speaking of your money, Jane, you got any news? News? Yeah. My money. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's do some news. 
All right. So according to Wall Street Journal, and you know, divorce seems to be a trend right now, I guess, because divorce uh, is in, yo. <laughs> so a high rolling couple, Bill and Melinda Gates, announced last week um that their divorce has been in the works for a long time. So we all know they got divorced and now um they're kind of coming out with details. So Miss yeah. Miss Gates, Melinda Gates consulted with divorce lawyers roughly two years before she filed for divorce from Mr. Gates, saying their marriage was irretrievably broken. Um, and so she, the 56 year old philanthropist has been working with lawyers at Slanderer. Philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist in the day, philanderer at night. That's right. What is that stem again. What is uh, philanthropist rapist if you're Wait. with uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Jesus, man. Now I'm curious. Sorry, I have to interrupt the news for a. The word, the. Love. Uh... It means love. Love. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Philanderer, like a wandering love. Yeah, it I does. Yeah. <laughs> love, All right. Huh? Like uh, uh, consenting adult love, or you know, sure, sex we'll island. go with that. <laughs> sex island love. Philosophy also puts that. Um, so the 56 year old philanthropist has been working with lawyers at several firms uh, since at least 2019 to unwind the marriage of more than 25 years, which is a weird unwind. Movie. Unwind. Yeah. I like that though. Publicist talk. <laughs> Uncoupling. <laughs> what trash. That's such garbage, yeah. They make so it seem couple, it's just like a shit. Ton it's like we're gonna hire five a K cables, just like yeah. angled up. We gotta unweave the shit. You can hire a consultant to uh, do PR for our divorce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you've made it. You got your own divorce PR. That is firm. true. That is true. Yeah, there's press releases for yeah. Yeah, what, what's rich that? Man, rich man, there's a press release for your divorce. Gwyneth <laughs> Patro, who's uh, what does she say on hers? Uh, was that was the, conscious, oh, conscious uncoupling. There you yeah. go. Conscious uncoupling. Okay. If only yeah. she had had her vagina steamed before. Would have avoided everything. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. She needs an OnlyFans. She does have an OnlyFans. <laughs> they buy all the stuff off her shady website, Wait, man. Rob Melinda. said that joke as if we had been talking about OnlyFans at all. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he needs an OnlyFans, am I right? Yeah. We got OnlyFans. Rob, how much yeah. money have you spent on OnlyFans? Um, well, I haven't spent anything on OnlyFans. Oh my God, you're the worst. You've only liar. done the free. <laughs> never take a stand, Robbie. Yeah. Never. yeah. Done I all mean, the teasers. You just never. You find. I don't know if they do that. Teasers. I don't know. And then oh. you want more. You got to pay, but you never pay. Yeah, they usually re try and reel you in. Yeah, I do all my uh, money spending on the Twitch uh, streamers, right, Manny? Any hot ones out there? Uh, I don't donate money to Twitch streamers. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man, I gotta, I gotta fund my own operation. You think I'm over here giving out money to other people? Yeah. Okay. Shit. <laughs> all right. So the couple hasn't said what prompted the split. One source of concern, though, is that Miss Gates. I don't, why don't they just say Melinda Gates, whatever was her husband. Uh, one source of concern from, for Melinda was her husband's dealings with convicted sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Rob called it. Yep. Yep. Uh, according to the people, according to the people in a former employee of their charity, the Bill and Gates, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates foundation. 
Um, Melinda's concerns about the relationship dated as far back as 2013. Um, Melinda is a global advocate for women and girls and had told her husband she was uncomfortable with Mr. Epstein after, after the couple met him together in 2013. Um, Hmm. That's code for Bill spent some time on the Island. Um, it's not like you didn't went to his cocktail parties. You were on Mr. Epstein in September, 2019, which mind you, he died in, um, August a month before. Um, not by killing himself. I met him. I did not have any business relationship or friendship with him. Um, I did not have any sexual relations. Bill Gates said that. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know what to believe. It doesn't, there aren't, it sounds like he did take some flights down to Palm Springs, but he didn't go to like the special islands. Didn't he have islands? I didn't see any. He had a house in Palm Springs? Epstein? Oh, sorry. Palm Beach. Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. About to be like, yeah, you invite me. So, no. who knows? I mean, this could be one of like a gazillion mentioned in the documents too. So, it's just, just the one that's like, oh, hot topic, Jeffrey Epstein. I have no idea. Well, I know. Bill Gates just deep down, we always known he was like a creepy dude, a creepy nerdy dude. Well, as you know, I don't need a lot of facts to form my opinions. So, <laughs> who needs the, those? Yeah. So. You're I'm going all off a feeling. Yeah, I just know. I know the heart. I know the heart of man. Now the, <laughs> uh, the so she took it upon. She mentioned this, right? She actually decided to drop the Epstein, which she's not a stupid person, so she knows that. Just you know, uttering the sentence, I was uncomfortable with his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, that's that's a bomb. That's dropping a bomb right there, right? That's you think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like because he but made they... bad movies or something like he wasn't, <laughs> you know, she wasn't comfortable with, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he had plenty of friends that would be, you know, dicks at parties or something like that. So it's, it's not like, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's quite a bomb to drop if, if she didn't want people's minds going in a certain direction there. So no, am I wrong? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. That's something else. Yeah. To bring up Epstein. But, and if I'll just, I'll just keep going down this, uh, this um, uh, baseless line of thought, the, that like, if he was going to the Island, like, how does that, like, how does she not know? Or was, did she know he was going there? And then she found out it was a sex Island. I think rich people just travel and have business to do, you know? I know. Yeah. I mean, so that's a weird thing. I don't know. I kind of was trying to get to, away with things. I mean, I, I was reading together, an article. If, I think, if you're a close couple, like if you have a good marriage and you're right. I mean, like, you know where your spouse is at, right? Like, don't you? I don't know. It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your or do you spouse go, is at? Do you go like days without talking <laughs> to your spouse and not where they are. Works differently. Yeah, well, I'm saying then I think so. They it, don't. They don't. It shouldn't be a know. surprise at all. Then it's then it shouldn't be a surprise because I don't know if that you know would that's not a lasting marriage when you spend days not talking or not knowing where each other are. I don't know. Yeah, but you can also extend it out if you have businesses together and you're working together and maybe it's. 
and you have this, you know, as Adam said, square footage and two TiVos and kind of well, let it go for a while. Yeah. On the square footage, like why didn't Bill Gates have his own islands? You know what I mean? He's got more money than Epstein. Yeah. He could have multiple robots. Yeah. Multiple sexual islands with uh, synthetic meat and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he probably factored in that the upkeep would chew in too much into his savings or That's whatever. True. He's, he's a smart businessman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not profitable. Exactly. As tempting as my own uh, channel of islands would sound, the upkeep is too much. Yeah. No. Good call, man. Good call. I all all I know through. is that uh, Elon Musk, he's going to be accused of sexual harassment in Mars. So he's, he's probably going to, like, you know, in get. Mars. Yeah, Mars. That's the whole reason he wants to go to Mars. He's like, exactly. All wrong. Yeah. yeah. Found a lot of good Mars, Martian tail up there. <laughs> that is actual that's, tail. That's offensive. All right, Fry, calm down. <laughs> oh, boy. Jane's shaking her head at you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Boy, she, she, dis- she disappointed in you, Rob. I, I think. Sorry, Jane. Continue, Jane. All right. Should we go to the next story? So we don't know. Like, so she didn't. That's. That's that's it. She just kind of dropped that and didn't really go in anymore. I wonder if more will come out. I wonder if more more will come out about that. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next story. So uh, there's been a chicken shortage. People reporting a chicken shortage. And according to CNN, chickens are in short supply. And part of the blame goes to Tyson's roosters. So the meat processor, which sells poultry along with beef and pork, said that its chicken volumes have been low in part because the roosters it uses for breeding are not meeting expectations. Oh, boy. We're changing out a male that, quite frankly, we made a bad decision on, said Donnie King. That's a terrible name. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a chicken. That sounds like a guy that's like big in the chicken business. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, hey, Donnie what up, King. Donnie King, DK for short. People know me around here. Yeah, he's the chicken king. <laughs> the company had an unexpected decline in hatchings earlier this year because of a type of roosters it used, King explained. To increase its chicken supply, Tyson is switching back, a process that takes some time. The company declined to share what will happen to the rejected roosters or how many are being swapped out. There are other reasons for the US, the tight U.S. chicken market. One is that Demand for chicken sandwiches is growing. I, there's uh, as Americans reveal their appetite for chicken by buying more sandwiches. Thanks, more chain restaurants. That's really add ironic. Their menus and expand their offerings. I don't know why are there suddenly chicken sandwich like. It's really ironic because it's just so apparently like, basic. Yeah, apparently it's ironic because apparently like the roosters are going gay, and it's because of Chick Fil A. And Chick-fil-A can't get the chickens. Yeah. And it's no, because chick- they've been, so the Chick-fil-A roosters have been actually, watching too much Bravo channel. Um, <laughs> HGTV, Chris. No, Chick-fil-A oh, has yeah. a shortage of chicken sauce. Chicken- it's all synthesized. What, what do you mean they have so, a shortage? So do the roosters. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, the supply chain shortage just got fouled. Chick-fil-A is limiting the number of sauces it's giving out to customers because of limited stock. Um, they said Wednesday that industry-wide supply industry industry-wide supply chain issues, which are affecting essentially every aspect of the economy, has resulted in a shortage of select items, including their sauces. Uh, so they are only giving customers one dipping sauce cup per item ordered. 
at its 2,600 U.S. restaurants. We're actively working to make adjustments to solve this issue quickly and apologize to our guests for any inconvenience. Um, mm. I don't, I mean, if there's just supply chain issues when everything be affected, like why are we talking about, like why? I, I thought we were talking about, a chi- so there's a chicken shortage so this, and a right, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sauce and shortage. They were in the news, too. but I wanted to clarify that the, their, their shortage is chicken sauces. No, I just brought up Chick-fil-A because apparently they're they're against the gays. And then oh. the chickens are like, we'll show you. We'll turn gay, god damn it. Yeah. All they right, brought so in a bunch of it's because they brought in a bunch of Thai Partners. chickens, a, a special breed of Thai chickens that like to dress up like the regular chickens. Like, they were hanging out I with just, them. No, the Thai Thai roosters that keep dressing up like chickens. <laughs> I just wanted to to make sure I, I had all the information uh, straight. So I can sell all my chicken stock <laughs> if, uh, you know, if the market goes down. I've been seeing people online buying chickens for like their own to have eggs. Oh, for the eggs, yeah. yeah for yeah. their yeah, own they house. Yeah, chicken coop. I used to have a, I used to have a coworker that had chickens and she said they taste a lot better. They do. Did yeah. they taste like chicken? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they taste like chicken eggs. Yeah. What did I say? Oh. I saw. I want to get it. Uh, anybody ever have an ostrich egg? Never got my hands on one, no. No? Okay. Maybe one day in the future I will. Oh, maybe at like a fancy restaurant I had an ostrich egg once. I feel like that sounds familiar. Well, they're giant. Dang. It would have been a giant, giant. Like a quail egg is tiny, but an ostrich egg is giant. Hmm. That would be a giant. That would be some hell of a meal. So maybe giant, not. Maybe it was something else. Giant plate of uh, ostrich egg. Scrambled ostrich egg. I'll take the omelet option. The only reason I thought of that is because I was watching a, a Dirty Jobs with my son, and they were like in kind of like a cut scene. They were back, like Mike Rowe and his film crew were back in their hotel room, and he was trying. They were at an ostrich farm or something, and they tried to. Uh, um cook like crack an ostrich egg and it was a mess because it's huge i'm sure there's a technique for it brewing backhands had a duck egg yeah i actually bought a dozen of those um what duck eggs i wasn't i thought the white part was kind of weird like the there's Mm. some a slightly different consistency to the white of the duck egg that kind of bumped me and they're really expensive it was like 14 dollars for a dozen holy shit oh i'm not gonna Mm. I'm not going to do that regularly. So, but I've been okay. eating, I, I just get regular eggs. I just eat the yolk now. I've been, I haven't even cooked them. I just dump them on my little, I make, I make like a, a burger and then I, I air fry it for a while. And at the last like two minutes, I put the, add the raw egg yolk in the middle and I, I like make a little wall around it. So it looks like a bunt cake. Yeah. <laughs> Build that wall, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, it's really it's good. I knew it. <laughs> we were talking about that because Jane, yeah, Jane is like a egg Jane is eating like a cave woman now. Yep. Yeah. Like I raw, put on a few raw pounds. beef, raw beef. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I put raw on beef and raw eggs. Get rid of it. So this is the quickest way. And she likes it raw, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> Oh, Robbie. You're, dirty, dirty. You're awesome. Yeah. I mean, dirty. Thank you. She, <laughs> you should be congratulated. I mean, ashamed of yourself. 
Well, this was okay. We got like nice and personal this episode. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Love you, Chris. Yeah. I love you, Manny. I'm sad. You guys are too. Why are you sad? Actually, I don't. I'm did just I, kidding. I had a theory. If we go back to the divorce stuff and the Corolla announcement, I think people who came from divorce, whose parents got divorced, were more sad hearing it. Absolutely. I, like, don't you think Robbie, you and I are just kind of like, well, it's another day. Like Chris and Chris <laughs> and oh man. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? Yeah, Chris maybe. Like, oh, I felt for down. Adam. I was sadder just for Adam because I did I think Adam's hurt. I think he uh didn't want it. I think that he was probably trying to work on it, but maybe you know, by the time they started counseling or whatever, there wasn't happening in the first, you know, there was it was already over and I can speak. I was on the other side of that. By the time I went into marriage counseling, shit, we saw like, th- we saw three different counselors. Hey, um, um, how were the quality of these counselors, by the way? Well, I think, uh, I ended two of their careers. So two All of them right. weren't so good. Yeah. <laughs> and the third one just kind of helped us, you know, I don't even know, say loosely use the word help kind of, uh, you know, uncouple unwind or whatever yeah but yeah the first one was like uh, i'm gonna refer you to someone better uh and then the second one at some point i shouldn't laugh about this was like um uh would you guys mind if i shared your situation with my mentor (laughs) trying to get get some advice (laughs) dang dude yeah and then I, I don't know, it shouldn't laugh, but you know, I'm, my, my point is that like, I think you can't wait the count, the counseling, you know, whether it's personal therapy or marriage counseling, like you can't wait till the last, you can't wait till it's too late. I don't know if that makes sense, but you can't, Yeah, wait. you should probably get into well, that, whether it's personal or couples like early on. And or just until one of them is like to be, it becomes like a, a, a counseling to convince someone that, you know, to change their mind. And that's, it's too late at that point. So, yeah, because counselors, I think they are, their outlook is like, I can fix this. So they get confused when they realize like they can't fix this. Well, sometimes the mistake was the marriage in the first place. Like two people are, it's like, they shouldn't have picked each other to begin with. So there's no fixing it. So the, I think eh, there's I don't know. more focus on picking the right person. Definitely. Definitely. But at the same time, you know, there are a lot of, um, you know, and I don't really believe in this, wouldn't want to do it. Wouldn't want to have do it to my kids. Like there are a lot of arranged marriages that work out very, very well because they go into it with a different outlook of, we must make this work. We must like, you know, so it doesn't, you know, it's, it, there are essentially my, I guess my point is that there are basically like randomly picked marriages that work out just fine and probably have yeah. a lower, lower divorce rate. So yeah. you can work on and, you know, every, I mean, and, and at the same time, it's like everybody that gets married thinks they've picked the right person. You know, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are like, in the end will be like, Oh, I knew it. I knew it the <laughs> night before I should have fucking bailed. I had that dream. God damn it. I think, you know, 90% plus of people like believe that they've done all their homework and they've done all their research and before that. So, and then when you have kids, it's kind of a difficult thing to say it was a mistake or 
anything like that because that kind of sounds weird. Um, yeah, kids definitely don't want to hear that. No. <laughs> hear that. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say it's just kind of uh, in the relationship, maybe get into counseling yeah. earlier on. Um, or before you even end up in a relationship, yeah. just work your shit if out. Yourself, yeah, there exactly. you go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, knowing yourself better. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, faux show, faux show. Well, we're hitting that ninety minute mark, so it's time okay. to wrap it up. Yeah, man. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So uh, I like this. We really appreciate uh, everybody tuning in and, and listening and interacting hopefully uh we got some had some fun despite some of the sad stories and whatnot so uh we learned yeah. a lot about one another yeah we did <laughs> yeah we'll keep digging too because i think that's uh i don't know part of for me part of the exercise of uh getting into comedy when i did because i was like in the you know in like the early state maybe early to mid stages of divorce when i got i decided i wanted to do stand-up and a lot of my first whole set was kind of probably on the bitter side you know <laughs> <laughs> my vantage point but um it was kind of like uh the whole point of the comedy and podcast was trying to like be more open and honest and you know sometimes in joking ways but just kind of to put yourself out there more and to not hide or like when you know when one of you guys asked me a question i feel the um obligation to uh answer very honestly and be open so um i think i was kind of honest today and i usually keep things to myself so right on yeah it was an exercise in that so i I encourage more of it so uh thanks for everybody else Uh, thanks for family of three uh jeff thanks for uh giving us your um experiences and uh yeah we need to have you on man i know we had you scheduled at one point and yeah something but and Jeff was with us with the, uh, the, the zoom happy hour last weekend. That was great too. So. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. getting to know you guys. It's fun. Yeah, it really is. And, and one of these days we're, we're going to have uh, Emmy on too. So. Oh yeah. I know that right. for sure. yeah. yeah. We need to talk about Emmy and his choice of kielbasa. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that story. I love that story. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to get Gabe and Sonny on. That was when I think Gabe was it Gabe or was it Dylan had his blow up um, was like, cause the day before was the Emmy kielbasa debacle. When Adam said, go to the, go to the deli and bring me back kielbasa. And he brought back one cold kielbasa. That, that was Emmy. That was Emmy. <laughs> and I was like, I thought that was so damn funny. And I was, no. I was like waiting for Adam to like dig deeper on that the next but, day. And then that's when I think Dylan had his like messy office blow up or something. yeah, I, it was something else oh, like man. distracting. Emmy's explanation. He put the zip, the zipper emoji on it. The he, I think his explanation was that in the past Adam has asked for kibasa, and and uh, um, Olga has bought it cold for him to eat later or something like that so i think he's gonna oh, have okay. to explain he's gonna have to explain his side well we'll have uh, well, i'm sure we'll adam, get i'm sure adam's re- recounting of that was probably yeah. you know for comedic <laughs> you know maximize yeah. the comedic effect but that shit that killed me i don't know that was killing me <laughs> all right all right everybody thanks for hanging out a little on youtube but let's uh yeah we're gonna wrap up the show and then get into our after show so uh hang in there but uh, for those uh, for the podcast, we're going to wrap it up. This is Chris saying, "Get it on." This is Jane. Get it on.
This is Rob. Get it on. Let's get it on, everybody. And Reddit, which is a cesspool. I mean. 